When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with bare premium plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. At this point, it's just crazy to look back and, you know, my dad always talks about he had me throwing the ball at the age of two. Welcome back to Drafted. I'm Steven Johnson, and in this sixth episode of Season 3, we're rejoining Kellen Mond the Texas A&M quarterback we got to know last episode for his draft party in San Antonio, Texas. So it's just kind of amazing looking back at all the work that I put in and, you know, 19 years of throwing the football, almost 20, and it's coming down to a 2021 draft, you know, a couple of days. Kellen is talking about how surreal it is that the first round of the 2021 NFL Draft is finally about to kick off after an entire lifetime of working to get to this day. In this episode, we'll also be following along with Louisville receiver Des Fitzpatrick as he attempts to make that life-changing jump from college player to NFL professional. And like Kellen, Des and his family will be hosting their own draft party this weekend. And like Kellen's father, Dez's dad will be playing a leading role, starting with an early morning workout before the draft festivities begin. My dad did tell me just now when he woke me up that uh, <laughs> me and my little brother are going to have to work out later today. Dez's father, Greg, wakes his two sons up and takes them to a nearby field in Pontiac, Michigan, where this highly touted receiver starts doing drills. All right, come on. All right, next drill. <clears throat> Let's make sure you work on your head and your shoulders and each hat, okay? This is Greg Fitzpatrick, Dez's father, and a former defensive back and coach. Every hex, I want you in and out, but I don't, I want you to keep your balance, right? Nice, wide base, shoulders and head, okay? Because that's what I want you to work on. Like, super active shoulders and head at the top of your routes. Yep, so it's going to be, okay? 
Greg has always played this role for his two sons, Dez and Christian, teaching them the fine points of the receiver position, while also constantly working to make his boys mentally tough. Dez explains. The NFL coaches, you know, when I was interviewing with teams and stuff, asked about, like, uh, you know, hard coaching. How do you take hard coaching? And I was like, oh, I don't think anybody gets worse than my dad, so I'm, I'm good with hard coaching. He's always like, when am I ever wrong, Dez? And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Although Greg did all of the coaching, Dez's mom, Wendy Fitzpatrick, also played a very active role in her son's life. But her position for Team Fitzpatrick was primarily on defense. I was the parent who helped him get out of some of the situations with his dad. I was that parent. Those are palm trees blowing in the wind behind Wendy, because she now lives in Tampa Bay. She relocated sometime after she and Greg split up. And Desmond's a mama's boy. Um, he will admit that. And he, his dad, um, just wanted the best for him and saw his skills and knew that could be a dream for him. But then Desmond sometimes, as being a young kid, was lazy and didn't want to go to football practice. So here's mom making up excuses from, to keep him from going. Well, no, he has extra homework tonight. He can't go tonight all the time. I was that person who had to convince dad that he needs a break or he wants to do something other than football. Des recalls one specific instance when he was a little kid. I remember I was like nine or 10 years old, and that was the first time, you know, my legs were hurting after a workout, like actually feeling sore. And, and, you know, he grew up obviously in the 80s playing football with the hard nose and stuff, and the technology was completely different. So he was just like, okay, well, well we can get in the ice bath. And I didn't know anything about it at first at nine, 10 years old. And obviously I put one foot in there. I was like, oh no, he kind of made me get in there and I was crying and he was like, no, you got to do it, man. Hey, little man, you got to do it to make your body feel better. And, you know, it's just that kind of thing. So people would laugh, people would think he's crazy, but you know, that's probably why I love ice baths now. Given the intensity of Greg's pre-draft workout on the field today, Des will likely end up in an ice bath once again before round one begins tonight. Don't get lazy on me. Work, work those cones, okay? Drop, drop it. Yeah, drop your weight. Give me some head and shoulders. Head and shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Right over your head. DB. Tell the quarterback your side. Uh huh. The DB. Uh huh. I gotta work on not looking with my with my with my chin with my chin because that's gonna open up your shoulder. That's Dez talking about the positioning of his chin while running a route. Moving the angle of his chin then causes his shoulder to turn and open ever so slightly. This could slow him down or give away the route to the defensive back. This is the level of detail he and his father work on day after day. It wasn't always a willing and collaborative effort though. Here's Dez's mom, Wendy again. Desmond fought, you know, against him. That's just being a regular kid growing up, but I would, Honestly, say high school, maybe say 11th, 12th grade, I think maturity starts setting in. And Desmond finally realized that his dad just wanted the best for him and saw his skill set and saw that he could be bigger than probably what Desmond sometimes realized. Much like Kellen Mond's dad, Kevin, 
Dez's father also had an unshakable belief in his son's potential from an early age. And so Greg did everything he could to help his son maximize that potential, including coaching and training him. Here's Greg on why he's been focused on giving his son the shot he never had. Desmond, I'll never forget, even when he was a baby, his mom would have him in a car seat and I have a football in his hand, right? And uh, I, I call her, I say, is this football in his hand? Now, mind you, you know, everyone's thinking, okay, he's that crazy ass dad. But no, he loved football. You know, he loved football at an early age. He just took to it. And it wasn't some master plan where I just said, hey, I didn't make it, my kid's gonna make it. No, 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 no. No, he loved the game so much that I just started coaching him. And the first thing that came to my mind was, well, you know, I'm coaching my receiver. He's gonna be tall and thin like I was. And, you know, he'll, he'll probably be a splitting image of me. And by the time he was nine years old, I saw a couple of things balance-wise and just how he can just see things and anticipate things. And I just told myself at that point, you know what? If I coach him and continuously coach him, by the time he hits high school, he'll decide whether he wants it or not, right? You can't want it for him, right, when they get to high school. And this kid is so much more athletic than I am, and he's gonna be way better than I am. If I support him wholeheartedly throughout his entire journey, like the ups, the downs, and if I commit myself the way I committed myself to my own career, he's got a shot at making it because he's twice the athlete I ever could have been. Greg's own football career got a late start, and he had to travel a much more difficult road to reach any kind of success. He walked on as a receiver in college and got moved to defensive back. After college ended, he didn't get drafted and had to will his way to training camps. I got a shot with a couple teams in Canada. Cincinnati Bengals was in their camp for a little bit and play a little bit in arena football league. I wasn't that good. I, I was just a try-hard guy, you know, super athletic. And I worked really, really hard because I'm an effort guy. Every walk-on is an effort guy, right? My dad had a saying growing up when I was, you know, little and stuff that effort is free. And effort is literally like the air. Like anybody can have it. Anybody has access to it. It doesn't matter what your skill level is. It doesn't matter if you're tall or short. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, you know, Effort is free and, you know, how, how hard you work, how, you know, how much effort you put forth in something, that's what's going to determine success. I've always tried to pride myself in always being the hardest worker on whatever organization I'm on and everything. And that's kind of just how I grew up. Greg became obsessed with passing on the importance of effort and focusing on developing skill and technique because he saw these attributes firsthand from one of the greatest to ever play the sport. Here's Greg again. One of my stops immediately when I came out of school was with the San Francisco 49ers. I got called into their mini camp. That was the year after they won the Super Bowl. And uh, I just remember the very first day of one-on-ones, I wanted to jump out there and, and, and go go against Jerry Rice. And I remember Tim McKayer grabbing me by the jersey. He goes, oh no, Rook, no, 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 no. You can't go against that guy. It's like, what the hell do you mean I can't go against this guy? He goes, no, 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 no. Coaches don't want rookies going against Jerry. I go, why? You know, why not? He goes, well, first of all, I don't want anybody stepping on the back of Jerry's foot and hurting Jerry. And secondly, we don't want your ego crushed. And I'm thinking, screw that, man. I cover this guy. 
Jerry Rice is widely regarded as the best wide receiver of all time. He holds about 100 NFL records. The NFL Network named him the greatest football player in history, and Greg intended to cover him one-on-one. We'll be right back. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Dez's dad, Greg, is lobbying to cover Jerry Rice one-on-one at 49ers training camp. The coaching staff stays firm on their rule that no rookies can go up against him, partly to protect Jerry and mainly to protect the rookie's self-esteem. Here's Greg again. Jerry Rice, was, I'll never forget, was off coverage, and Jerry ran a curl. And I had never seen a guy start and stop so fast and run his route, just a simple curl route, and he got in and out of his break so fast, I was just totally amazed. So I just started watching Jerry. Anytime I didn't have a rep, I was watching Jerry, you know, and I was just amazed 
at how good he was and, and I figured out because you know I, I played at a small school and you know coaching was only so good right and I remember being in camp and saying to myself after only four days of mini camp with the 49ers damn if I would have known half the stuff that I just learned in four days I probably had 20 interceptions at Central State University and that made me realize how important coaching was and how important technique was when it came to the skill position, right? They call him skill position for a reason. And watching Jerry, I instantly realized why he was so much better than everyone else. It was basically his skill. You know, the guy wasn't bigger, more athletic, stronger, anything, faster. He was just way more freaking skilled than everybody else on that field. Jerry Rice played at six foot two. 200 pounds, and ran a 4.7 40-yard dash. On paper, those are all average measurables, or worse. And yet, he ended up with nearly 100 NFL records, three Super Bowl rings, and two MVP trophies. Greg took this lesson from the all-time great, and as soon as he could, tried to pass it down to Dez. Seven years old, first time ever playing organized tackle football. I was kind of taller than everybody else, bigger than everybody else at that age, and... I wanted to be a running back, but, you know, just my size, they put me at tight end. My first practice, I told my dad, I was like, they put me at tight end. Like, I want to play running back. I want to play receiver. He's like, okay, well, we're going to use this year as you're going to be the best blocker on the team. And I'm going to teach you how to block. And this is the foundation of football. And he kind of just stressed, like, if you're not blocking for the other 10, then when it's your turn to get the ball, you don't expect for them to block for you. So Dez began learning the craft and skill portion of playing wide receiver at an age when most kids were still learning how to put on their pads. Greg began with the least glamorous part of the job, blocking. I told him, I said, listen, man, I want you to be the best blocker on the team. He was like, dad, but I'm a running back. Why can't I play running back? Everybody, I'm the best running. Dude, listen. You're not going to play running back this year, so I want you to be the best blocker on the team. So I taught him how to block. I taught him how to move his feet, shoot his hands, get underneath the pads, leverage, and just that hustle part, right? Block your guy, get up to the next level. So he just, he learned how to block at seven. Most fans only see the person making the big play in football, like the long touchdown run or the amazing catch from the receiver. Those highlights are only possible if the other players on offense are blocking their defenders and doing that job well enough to create time for the guy getting the ball. Greg understood this on a deep level, and so he decided this would become his son's calling card. From seven years old all the way up through college, that's been one of the things that he's always known. You don't block, you don't play. At receiver, you don't block, you don't play. Going into the NFL draft, one of the criticisms on Dez is that he's a jack of all trades and a master of none. He's a complete player and arguably the best blocking receiver, good at everything without being flashy. It's a similar critique to the one we heard in the first few episodes about Alabama offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood. That's one reason why his draft range is hard to predict. Another reason is that his road from highly sought after high school recruit to NFL prospect took some precarious turns. Here's his mom, Wendy Fitzpatrick again, on the challenges Dez faced getting to draft day. Most of his high school years, he was being courted by Louisville's scouts 
and the coaches, which was great, built a great relationship early on. And they would text him and encourage him, hey, you have a high school game this Friday. Good job. You got this. I know you're going to do well. And they did that on a regular basis, weekly basis. So over time, they just built that strong relationship. And his first year, when he arrived, like early on, they, the coaching staff or the scouts that he really built those relationships over those years, they all left. So he really, in his mind, didn't know anyone else. So he felt a little abandoned a little bit, I think, with that. He kind of took that kind of hard. Des arrived at Louisville only to find out that the coaches he'd grown closest with had moved on to other schools. And unfortunately, this is a somewhat common occurrence in college football. Coaches get offered a better career opportunity or more money, and they make a decision about their job. It's rarely malicious. However, for the 18-year-olds who choose where to go to college for four years, at least partially based on the coaches they want to work with, they can't help but feel somewhat betrayed. Des tried to put it behind him, though and continued to work hard going into the season. Eventually, the season opener arrived, and his family drove into town for the game. Here's Wendy once more. We were actually there at the first game. They come out of the tunnel, and the family was there, and we didn't see them come out. And so we're looking and looking for Desmond, Not saying that he didn't know prior to, but I think he was just so, I don't know exactly when he was told. And so it was just a devastating moment for him. And we didn't see him come out. So we were just worried and, oh my God, where's Desmond? So we started calling him, why isn't he here? Uh, And then we were told, he answered his phone and he told us he was red shirt. So I don't know if he knew, honestly, I don't know if he knew prior to, was embarrassed or just his feelings was hurt. Just the devastation, I'm I'm not quite sure. At some point, Des was informed he wouldn't be an eligible player for his freshman year and would have to redshirt. This meant he could practice, but not compete in games. Players usually opt for this option when they aren't ready for major college football. It preserves a year of eligibility while giving them extra time to get physically stronger and study the playbook and offense for a whole year. This isn't exactly how Des's experience occurred, though, at least according to his dad. He didn't know he was going to be restaurant, and they never told him. And, you know, every coach has their way of doing things, so I won't criticize the coaches, coaching staff, but, you know, he, he had to sit and watch, and he was grinding his butt off. So... His red shirt year was really tough on him. And, you know, I got to admit, I had to talk him off over the ledge a couple of times because he was just sad. Then the next season, Des finally gets the opportunity to play. Even though he still doesn't get to start, he excels in an explosive offense with Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson, as well as star offensive tackle Mekhi Becton, who shined on the field and in season one of Drafted. Dez puts up 45 receptions for nearly 700 yards and nine touchdowns. Huge numbers for his first college season, especially since he wasn't one of the starting receivers yet. He had a great year, and he was happy then. Lamar left. So that following year, I think it was 2018, when things just didn't go well, you know, and it was just a downward spiral. Dez and the team struggle. 
soon-to-be NFL MVP Lamar Jackson is no longer on offense, and soon-to-be NFL Pro Bowl cornerback Jair Alexander is no longer on defense. And on top of that, Louisville's head coach Bobby Petrino wrestles with the loss of his father. And most troubling for Dez, he's still not starting on offense. Dez still wasn't a starter. He had to kind of wait in line behind a guy. And I just told him, like, dude, listen, suck it up, wait your turn. The grind still doesn't stop. You love football, and you don't want this to end anytime soon. So no matter how bad things are going on around you, you still have football. The team only wins two games that season. And then Coach Petrino is let go. Here's Dez. I mean, obviously, it kind of sucks that, you know, I like Coach Petrino. Obviously, he's the one who recruited me hard going to Louisville. And all I know is that playbook and those coaches around me and everything. And I just wanted the, the, the coaching staff who recruited me to be there. The new coaching staff comes in and Dez feels like he's starting over once again. Dez's mom, Wendy, weighs in on the string of obstacles for her son. He felt that the rug was pulled from underneath him. And now with then building a relationship with Petrino, and now Petrino leaving him, he just felt that he was just there by himself initially. Now Dez has to learn a new playbook and a new system under a new coach he never signed up to play for. And on top of that, the offense will be built around running, not passing and receiving. Almost immediately, Greg knew he'd have to talk Dez off the ledge once more. And then when a new coaching staff came in, that was tough because all of a sudden it went from him planning on planning this sophisticated passing offense that Bobby Petrino had to the new coaching staff coming in. And the offense was pretty simple. And it kind of revolved around the running game and the slot receiver. And then Des is like, what the hell? Are you serious? So now, you know, I wait all this time for my turn. And now it's not my turn again, right? But it's like, okay, well, dig in, bro. You're going to be doing a lot of blocking because you really don't have a choice. You know what I mean? You really don't have a choice. In a run-heavy offense like the new Louisville system, wide receivers primarily block. So even though that isn't the fun or glamorous part of playing receiver, like catching touchdowns or making the big plays, it happens to be the skill Dez has been practicing since he was seven years old. It's the first thing Greg ever taught him to do on the football field. And not surprisingly, Greg encouraged Dez to accept his new role and excel at it. Here's Dez. I was talking to my dad a lot about it, and he's just like, you know, all you can do is get with the program and leave. And he asked me, like, do you want to leave? And I was like, no, I love Louisville. And he's like, okay, so then you know what you got to do. And I was like, yeah, I guess I just got to get with the program. And uh, that was tough, too, to just gut it out those last two years, knowing that his expectations for just football had kind of had kind of taken a sharp left, and he knew that all he could do is grin and bear it. But at the end of the day, it's all about football. And if you love the game, you'll work hard, no matter what the situation is. My goal was just to make sure that he was mentally and emotionally tough enough to, to still believe that he was going to reach his goal. And so, Dez recommits himself to Louisville and to his oldest friend, Blocking. He puts up 43 receptions for 833 yards and three touchdowns, 
almost as productive as his first great season with Lamar Jackson. And also, he blocks a lot. Looking back, I just, I look at it as a blessing. At the time, of course, it was like a curse, but it's really, it was truly a blessing because he grew up, he grew from there. Dez grew into a potential early to mid-round draft pick. And now that draft day is finally here, he's ready to put the college drama behind him and start his new chapter in the NFL. We'll be right back. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. We're only four hours into the start of the 2021 NFL Draft. So clutch agent Demarius Bilbo dials his client, Dez, to touch base on the latest rankings and their draft strategy. Dez doesn't answer, so Demarius rolls on to the next call. Hey, what's happening, Bilbo? That's Dez's dad, Greg, answering. Hey, see, I probably should have gave the teams your number for the draft day call, man. <laughs> what day is that? I just called him. Uh, oh, he's out eating. Oh, he's out eating. Okay, okay, cool. I'll, I'll let him. I'll let him have that, Dan. So he 
he get the pre-draft jitters out. Absolutely, man. That's a great uh, mindset, man. And like I said, the, the worry is just, it's not what we need to be. You know, obviously, it's hard to because you got so much on the line. You've worked so hard. And, you know, I always tell guys, this process has a way of making you think somebody is better than you or you haven't done enough or it's, you're not good enough. But this is where finally some respect. Right. Dez's dad, Greg, is outraged because scouts and analysts almost never bring up the Senior Bowl. And not only did Dez play in it, he was named co-offensive MVP alongside quarterback Kellen Mond. That made it a great showcase for his receiving skills, in addition to the blocking he's known for. But it doesn't seem to be getting any traction in conversations about its draft status. Here's Bilbo again, now in the car, continuing their conversation. I felt like I felt like even you as the dad, you had that underdog mentality going in this thing. Like, you know, man, he went to the senior bowl. He he did everything he was supposed to do. He ran fast. He tested well. He went to the senior bowl. He won offensive MVP. And you know, I got a lot of that from Kellen Mond's dad too. You know, and and when you really look at it, everybody wants to go higher. Everybody wants to go first round. But ultimately, that first contract is not even close to what that second deal is going to be. Like I told him, there's no more study hall. There's no more class. This is your job. You got an opportunity. If you love football this much and you love money that much, then you got a chance to play a lot of football and make a lot of money. Playing a lot of football and making a lot of money are two goals shared by almost every NFL prospect. First, they need to get picked, though. And in two hours, 32 players will have that dream become a reality in round one. In San Antonio, Texas, Kellen Mond is hoping he's about to become one of the 32 players picked in the first round. But before that can happen, he has to finish setting up for the virtual draft party at his parents' house. Unloading ice right now. Mm-hmm. There, Rachel, last. How many bags is this? 30. 30 bags of ice. Love to see it. He's talking to his sisters, Karina and Kiana, as he unloads supplies for the night. Here's Kellen's mom, Leticia, on the growing guest list. When we first talked about it, it started really small and you know, because of COVID and we were trying to respect the rules, but we literally started making a list of everyone that he had invited, that we had invited. And all of a sudden it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But Kellen kept saying, you know, this is a once in a lifetime. Like literally this is never, ever going to happen again. Like we may not ever go be invited to someone's draft party. It just, it's never going to happen. They realize that in many ways, this is going to be the summation of Kellen's entire existence on this planet. And the lenient COVID protocols in Texas don't put any limits on their invites. So Kellen's dad, Kevin, took the party planning handoff and ran with it, spilling the party into their backyard to keep a majority of it outdoors. So Kevin, I will tell you, is an incredible party planner. 
He planned everything from beginning to end. We did, I mean, we even had a red carpet. We were not, once in a lifetime, we were not going to say no to any ideas. So we sat around the table, the entire family, and started making a list of all the different ideas. One, (laughs) as I mentioned, was the red carpet. And it was like, look, you pull that money out of savings, you forget the budget, and you just go. And that's exactly what happened. Now Kellen's dad, Kevin, is outside, finishing the makeshift bar and laying out the red carpet for the entrance. While inside, Kellen focuses on soaking up the moment. This is exactly what I work for, and this is what I've trained my whole whole entire life. So it's just crazy to look back and, you know, my dad always talks about he had me throwing the ball at the age of two. So it's just kind of amazing looking back at all the work that I put in and 19 years of throwing the football, almost 20, and was coming down to a 2021 draft, you know, a couple of days. Those days are finally here. And Kellen tries to process this as he talks to his sister, Karina. Who's going to be the most nervous tonight? Who's going to be the most nervous tonight? Definitely mom, and then I say Kiana. Hey, Kiana. Kiana. And then... See, I don't think dads is like will be like nerves. Like it's just like excitement and like anticipation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. As the final hours take down and guests arrive at the Mond House, Kellen takes stock of his friends and family who have come to support him. Uh, there's like five teammates, a couple of their girlfriends, friends, aunts, uncles. I I heard he was. I don't know. Jimbo, my coach, might be here. A few teammates, friends of the family, coaches, and his relatives make their way to the draft party. And all the excitement and anticipation leads up to the moment NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell takes the stage, declaring the 2021 NFL Draft officially open. Jacksonville selects Trevor Lawrence first overall, and three quarterbacks go, one, two, three. It's a promising start for Kellen being picked early. Heisman Trophy winner Devontae Smith goes to the Eagles at pick 10. Alex Leatherwood goes to the Raiders at pick 17. Ten more picks pass. And then the final two selections of round one are made. Five quarterbacks and five receivers are drafted on the first day. None of those are named Kellen Mond or Desmond Fitzpatrick. The second round of the draft will begin in less than 24 hours. And both Des and Kellen will be inviting everyone back to their houses for day two. His agent, Demarius Bilbo, sums up the situation for his clients. You know, you always expect the best, but prepare for the worst. And I mean, hearing your name call on a weekend in which a handful of guys in the world that are going to hear their name call, I wouldn't say it's the worst situation, you know, regardless of round you're going in. But these guys have put so much into their craft. And again, it's sad that they're judged by pick or number or round. Uh, But Kellen was one of those guys. He knew the first round talk was intriguing, but that there was a slim to no possibility of him going in the first round. As the seventh or eighth ranked quarterback, Kellen now expects to hear his name called on day two. Even still, at this point in his journey, the old Kellen Mond might be getting apprehensive or at least a little nervous. So 
How's the new and improved post-quarantine at peace with the universe, Kellen Mond, feeling? I did everything I needed to do. And at this point, it's just, you know, whatever team wants me is going to pick me. And that's about it. Just me being a fan of football, I'm just going to be watching. And then eventually, you know, I'm going to get a call. So (laughs) I just happen to be in the draft this year. Next on Drafted. What we did was put together this wide receiver big board, and we just made a war room and a dining room. It doesn't say Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, fifth round, pick one, whatever. It just says Fitzpatrick in a football number. I was definitely the most nervous, and I think if you were to look at the stream when the camera was on there, I probably did not move at all. I don't remember anything. (laughs) It was, it was such an incredible experience. You see his AM teammates and you see kids that played middle school ball with him and they have all made an impact. Hey, I just want to appreciate everybody for coming out here. Just want to say I love y'all and appreciate y'all for coming out. And then all of a sudden I see the pick is in. Drafted is a production of Treefort Media, Clutch Sports Group, and iHeartRadio. The executive producers are Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, Eric Salat, Eric Weiner, and Sean Tatone. The series is produced and written by Eric Weiner. Garme Mamalu is our coordinating producer. Coral Silverberg is our associate producer. Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer. The show is mixed, edited, and hosted by me, Stephen Johnson. Additional production help from Tim Schauer and Haley Mandelberg. For transcripts of the show and more information on Drafted, go to treefort.fm. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.